Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Here we are again. It's Wednesday. It is Nip Tuck not giving a fuck. Woo! <laughs> We've had a ginger shot and we're ready, ready to, to go. go. Okay, so this week we are talking about... Mum fails. Oh, been the last three years of my life has been a mum fail. Yeah, so little ones, funny ones, big ones, serious ones, bit of a debate we'll get into on our parenting styles because they're very different. And really, we're here just to make you feel a bit better about, about being your a shit mum. <laughs> well, I was going to say that. Were you going to say nicer? Yeah, nicer. Okay. So before we get into the goss, how are you, Lauren? Anything to update us on? I'm just always the same. You've just called me a Tasmanian devil, which is exactly what I am. I rush from place to place with like my hair all scruffy and my eyes like wild and I'm (laughs) rushing here, rushing there, trying to fit everything into the day and I'm still doing that. I can't find a balance. I say this every week, but I can't. I'm trying to work. Just do less stuff. But there's nothing that I can do less of what be less of a parent. You don't understand this, which we'll discuss later. Um, But I have amazing childcare. I get... you know, I'm really lucky, but that's for when I'm at work. When I'm not at work, I don't. So I've used all my favours up by then. So it's like when she is in nursery, which isn't that often, I'm rushing from place to place, hair appointment. Um, Like, I know I don't need my hair done, but I can't get around like this anymore. <laughs> I'm still single and I feel like this is why, because I've not had my roots done. So yeah, I'm just the same. I'm rushing around. I'm trying to fit everything in. I'm trying to be a good mum. I'm trying to earn money. I'm trying to be fit. I'm chatting to people boys maybe (laughs) maybe there's a boy i chat to maybe there's a few maybe there isn't any uh but even if there was i feel like right now i wouldn't have time to meet them either no you wouldn't i I, I can't no opening in the diary there is not an opening there is no cock opening right now there is no space for a cock appointment so everything else is coming first (laughs) i could put it in my diary anyway i've got no time for that so yeah i'm just the same as i always am which is a busy fool so to kick off, I had an idea about us doing a quick fire round because we differ so much in our opinions on a lot of things, but parenting, mm-hmm. definitely. So I'm going to ask But a it's question. not like we think each other is a bad mum. No, no, we're just different. I yeah. don't care. You do what you're doing. Your kid's happy like I'm not asked. Yeah. I'm busy thinking <laughs> about why my own. are other people so uh, asked about... Like, and it's when they 
put their opinion on you. They force yes. their yes. opinion I on you. Oh, it, they don't even have to do that. Sometimes it's the judgy eyes. Yes, the judgy eyes where they look at you. Oh. Or mums that have got more than one kid and they'll be like, yeah, who wait till you have your second? Yeah. Or they're like, yeah, you think it's bad now. Wait till the two, wait till the three, wait till or the four. when you're pregnant, everyone tells you their birth story. Yes, like you give a flying fuck. But listen to this, <laughs> listen to this though, right? I There's so many things that I do now that I said I never would do and I do that now. Do I don't do it now, I'm over it now. For the first six months, like anytime I met anyone, they'd be like, oh, she's so cute. And I'd be like, yeah, it was three hours. I was in jail and then I had an epidural. And you do do that. And I said I would never do that. But I also said I would never put Y's, the letter Y on the end of things. You know, like in a mumsy way. And I'm really, really bad for it now. That's I make like okay. little names up and my mum looks at me like, what the fuck? So, so I'll be like, do you want your bot bots? Like, and she's like, whoa. So oh, I do that. No. So yeah, the whole giving their opinion on things like, oh, she's got a dummy. or like, Yeah. And then, oh, how old is she? Again? Yeah. Oh, you're, you're 16, not- fuck off. You're not breastfeeding, are you? Yeah. Oh, okay. So we need to do a quick fire round. Let's say what we both think and then we'll we'll talk about why. Okay, okay, so are we going to run through like the questions and then at No, the end... I think we do one and then discuss each one. Okay, cool. Okay. Go. Ready? One, two, three. Dummy or no dummy? dummy? Dummy. So I think up to you. Don't give a fuck what you, what you want to do. However, for Thea, oh my God, what I couldn't live without that dummy that but shuts But when are you going to get rid of it? You need okay, to get rid so of this, it Okay, so this, I agree. Now. No, I agree. I'm, I know Oh, like... sorry. I was oh, just did you just make a joke? No, I, I fully agree. I absolutely agree that she needs to get rid of this dummy. She's three and a half and she still has it. I don't like it when it's in her mouth. It doesn't look nice. I'm embarrassed a little bit by it. However, as you know, the I'm whole busy. Teeth the teeth are, teeth are affected by it. They're starting to look a little bit like goofy. So I know I need to get rid of it, but I'm just struggling to find, like, I'm as you know, I'm so important and so busy. <laughs> it's knowing that I'm going to have to go through hell for a short period of time. And I just, every week I think, right, do it this week. And I'm thinking, no, I've got loads on this week. I'm really, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm so tired. I can't do it. Just throw them all in the bin maybe and also putting her through it she loves that dummy and it hurts like she goes dodo and then yeah. when she gets up in the morning yeah. like Maggie off the Simpsons and I'm not ready to let the baby go I know I need to do it and I swear it's on my to-do list next oh. one okay next one in their own bed or sleeping with mummy in bed sleeping with mummy no Mm-mm. I had a sleep trainer from yes you did when... I thought that was savage at the time you know Oh, you had an opinion. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, this is the thing. We can you can have your own opinion, can't you? Like yeah. you just said, and you can think it, but you would. I would never be like. You know actually make that she's, savage. She's been in my bed this week because she's been really poorly, so she has actually slept with me. This and week. how have you found it? Horrific. She really? kicks me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's like the grunts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. giggles like a, in her sleep. An animal. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, I get it. But yeah, I had a sleep trainer from when Sass was, she six was weeks? six weeks old. And this woman basically came round to the house mm. for three days and broke, it's called like breaking them in. It's like, <gasps> honestly. Oh, sounds like something really we shouldn't talk about. absolutely terrifying like so what she did was it's all about like nap times in the day have to be bang on i've always been bang on with stuff like that yeah but i wasn't okay um and there wasn't like any babies in my family or anything so so i didn't know anything about babies none of my friends had had really babies that i was around a lot so anyway she came around and we used to sit outside the room 
start off with like two minutes then you'd go and controlled crying yeah Mm -hmm. and you had to crawl in in the dark and pat them no eye contact wow and she put her in like this swaddle no thing i'm just um but it worked and she went into her own bedroom and And she's a happy kid she was so much happier in the day and she would get more out of the day um and then i just think if especially like if you've got a partner it's not okay yeah. for the kid to be sleeping in so bed with you it can ruin relationships yeah i think i believe with parenting every situation is different yeah. our life situations are so different so thea is in my bed with me but she wasn't she has been the most amazing sleeper since she was quite young she had yeah. her own car she's been fantastic and then when i ended up single and one night she came into my bed and i i'll be honest selfish selfishly let her do it because I wanted the comfort mm. and I actually really enjoyed it. I and understand. She does that. move and kick, but she's not that bad. And I actually enjoyed it. So that then carried on and it's gone on for six months now. But I now don't really want to change it because actually, in my opinion, she's only little ones. It works for us. We get in bed at night because I'm working all the time. I feel like I don't see her. Yeah. We cuddle and like she's so cute. She puts her little arms around my neck. Aww. We fall asleep like that. When we wake up, she rolls over and she's like, Good morning, Mama. Aww. And it's and I just think that's my time with her. And yes, I could probably cut it off. But in a couple of years, that's gone. And that ain't ever coming back. And for me, I might not have another child. And I honestly do not judge you in the slightest. But it wouldn't work for you. You've got a partner. Now, what's going to happen when I get a partner? I don't know. Um, And I will. But that's another thing. (laughs) And this is another thing. It's another thing that I'm getting round to. Like the dummy, I will do it. But she's so comforted by me. And do you know what else she does? She goes, mummy, warm skin. And she wants to lie on my warm skin. Anyway, yeah, it's really mumsy. And I didn't think I'd be like this. But I am. Next. Nanny or no nanny? Give no me nanny. the nannies. Now, I say no nanny. However, that's because of my situation. I can't afford a nanny. Would I have one if I could? I feel like I don't know if I'd have one as full-time as yours is. But I think I would love I the help. I don't call it's childcare. <laughs> well, yeah, whatever you want to call so it. So I work such long hours. It's like I need help with pick up and drop off some days. But I work long hours and I have to pick up and drop off. Yeah, so but I probably would get the help if I could. Yeah. And yeah. it's the, the pick up and drop off, like it takes such a, a big chunk oh, out of your day. Funny. I know, no, but it does. That's where I've got the help yeah. is is uh, sometimes we pick up and drop off from nursery. And then if I go out with my friends, um, she'll come and help out. And she's like, it's amazing. I'm not saying that I wouldn't have a nanny. Like I said, I think a lot of people, oh my God, she has a nanny. Mate, if you could afford one, mm. you probably would have one. And how just... helpful when you go on holiday. To oh, a holiday nanny. Help. Do you know what somebody once wrote on that shit website that Lauren takes a mum on holiday to look after the baby? Are you fucking <laughs> kidding? I've taken my mum on holiday since before You're I not had allowed her. She's to a take grandma. Her. Like what? But yeah, and also, here's a quick one. What about on holiday, kids clubs and stuff? What do you feel about that? Because I... I I went to one, it was Ofsted inspected and whatever. And yeah, I put her in that thing for a few hours so I could sunbathe and drink mojitos. And did she enjoy it? Of course she did. It's like nursery. She loved it. She loved it more than me being like, shut up, I'm sunbathing. Maybe I've got like PTSD from some shite kids yeah. club that my mum sent me to <laughs> in like While Lanzarote. she was living it all. Yeah, yeah while yeah. her and my dad were yeah. pissed. Yeah, and um, yeah, I think actually... Yeah. yeah. Do you remember when you were younger, like those shit discos on holiday? I was sandy in Greece ones. I feel like now it's like 
that stuff doesn't happen anymore and it's really sad yeah it's because everyone's scared of pedophiles and shit like that um like i just feel like no one's as relaxed as they once were like your mum and dad would sit having a drink like just laughing at you all in the little disco yeah and And now it's like you can't do that anymore and again i think it's because everyone's judging each other on what parents they are like if you've had a few wines you shouldn't have your child that kind of thing yeah but we're fine yeah we're fine i'm great okay next one boob or bottle 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 Again, when I say this, this is just because this is what I did and what you did. Yeah. I don't care if you want to let your child swing from your breast, do it all day. Till I'm the not, 10. Till the 10. I'm not arsed. I did bottle because I've had an uplift and I thought there was quite a good chance that I wouldn't be able to breastfeed. So for that reason... So you psyched yourself I psyched up. myself up that I wouldn't be able to. And actually, do you know what? It's good that I did because a lot of my friends, when they had their kids, were really pushed into breastfeeding by the midwives. Now, I Honestly, was like, they... I'm not going to be able to. So I got no pressure. A lot of my friends really got it's, pressured. It's, they are so pressuring. When I went like to look around the hospital, I had um, a planned cesarean. We'll talk about our birth stories Yes, we'll a bit do that another on. time. And I said to them, like, so where where will I go on the hospital yeah. tour? And like everyone turned around and looked <laughs> at me like a piece of shit. And I was like, mm, okay. Um, but with the breastfeeding, like it's just not a thing that I ever wanted to do. I bought those little sanitary, what are they called? Pre little drinky things. Yeah, What's I got those. that thing that you have to do to bot sterilize, sterilize, like pre sterilize. Because who wants to be fucking around with a newborn and bottles yeah. and all that stuff? And you know, I can understand why you would want to breastfeed. It's got hundreds of benefits, and actually, it means that your skin shrinks back. Tighter yeah, and, and well. it's good. For, it's good for yeah, the, no, the baby I, weight loss and stuff. Oh yeah, amazingly. But I just. I do anything to make my life easier, as you can yeah, see. And yeah. that's my choice. But some people think that it's easier to do breast because you're not sanitizing bottles, which True. I actually agree with as well. True. I was really um, immature about breastfeeding. I'm not going to lie. Before I had Thea, my friend breastfed, and I was like, ugh, that's disgusting. And I was just really childish. And then even when I was still pregnant, I was like, nah, nah. And then when she was born, obviously I didn't think I would be able to, so I'd psyched it all up for bottles. And then on day three, these huge coconuts came and this milk was like coming out my nip. So I like got her and I was like looking around the room, like really <laughs> sheepish, like, is anybody looking? And I got her, got a little head and I was like literally looking like I was doing something really naughty. Got her and I just put her on my boob and I was like looking around like, what Did is she this? suck it? She sucked it a bit, but not a lot. So I just like pulled Did away. Did you ever like, try Okay. Yours? No, so by the time my milk came in, um, I'd already been bottle feeding her and I just didn't, I, I'm not, I didn't really want to. I wanted other people to be able to feed her. Um, but no, I, I meant, did you try the milk? Oh, no, but what I did once um, about, oh God, I don't know when it was, about a year ago, me and my friends went out and one of my friends was expressing so she could have a drink because there's some rules about drinking and expressing and she had to express. We were out on the night out and she was like, I need to express, it's coming out. So we went in the toilet, she expressed um, and then we, I got her to put it in a shot glass and I took a shot of it, or her breast milk. <laughs> I'd Shout out to, to try it one day. <laughs> okay. Right. C-section or natural birth? C-section. C-section. All the way. Well, planned. No, planned. see, I say C-section because that's what I had, but I am natural if I could have done. I went I went hours and hours and but hours trying to have a natural one. this is why, everyone, you need to exercise your right to giving birth in any which way you choose. You choose. So 
get rid of this myth that having a c-section is for rich people or lazy women or not good mums it's not true everyone is entitled to give birth in any which way you Mm -hmm. want so all you need to do at your midwife appointment is go in and say I've decided I am having a c-section and they have to let you have that choice now so do you not have to go private no can you with the nhs can you say i am having a c-section anyone is allowed to patient choice is a massive thing now yeah and anyone is allowed to give birth in whichever way water pool yeah um at home yeah c-section um no drugs all of that but if you decide that you want to have a c-section because i had really bad anxiety about the whole thing and it's just like organization of it and everything and also and it's your mental health you need w- that needs to be okay when you're I pregnant. worked with a lot of gynecologists um at my previous job and some of the stuff that I saw like in later life after people have had traumatic traumatic births, births. Yeah. and it's very very hard to fix like for example a prolapse or something yeah. so I just thought I'm gonna have this planned c-section you go in for a consultation and it was all done at Withenshaw Hospital on the NHS and it was amazing amazing but I would also love to experience the natural and this is why I I've been so natural so Thea was breach towards the end of my pregnancy and they said you may have to have a section I was devastated like I was because I wanted to experience and this is quite bad like the best experience yeah and this is quite bad because it might be like the media and stuff like that but I felt like I wasn't my my job as a woman was to deliver a baby out of my vagina Honestly, I don't think that now. I never thought No, that that's how it made stage. me feel. And I thought, I need to push her out. Like in all the films and everything, I need to push that baby out. And I wanted like that moment when the waters break or that moment when you're yeah. like, mom, mom, I'm in labor. Because <laughs> you know, I love the fucking drama. So I wanted, like, I've waited for the, all this time. I wanted to be in Marks and Spencer's. Oh, like, I did. You I get a bouquet that. of flowers if I'll you're going to labor and so, like, I wanted all those things. And I wanted my partner holding my hand. And I just wanted the film. I bet it's because of films and stuff. I wanted this thing. So I was dead anyway she turned um but i ended up having a section anyway after that's what 12 I mean, like, hours of agony i've got friends who've literally like torn everything and then they've ended up having a section anyway no this is the thing this is in the end you could end up with it anyway how but many I, weeks were you i was over yeah exactly she was eight pound too <laughs> i had saskia on day of 39 weeks like so you done say easy, like yeah. two weeks yeah you know what you're doing i just think completely if i was to go again um anyone out there want to impregnate me I don't know. <laughs> if i was to go again i would try natural again i would because i think the recovery from a c-section is not okay it's not that easy people it was think always oh, it mind you i was on my own with a baby and i couldn't move and stuff but i just think it's not an easy option though i don't like it when people say that you have so many um, muscles womb everything cut to get the baby out when people say oh it's for lazy people and it's it's no. not it's not every way you give birth is fine whatever cowpole or cuddles both cowpole yeah. and cuddles yeah both so some mums don't believe in giving babies cowpole on your own what would you do? Um, Why don't they believe in it? Is it because you're just like putting stuff in the body? Yeah. And there's also mums, isn't there, that don't vaccinate their kids? Well, that's interesting that because I, Thea's just, she was called up for that thing that they put up the nose. Was it the flu one? Oh, I didn't. I didn't no, take her. No, and no, do you know no, no. why? I just didn't have time. And I felt like, do you know what? She needs to build up an immunity. Yeah. She's a strong little fat kid. She will fight it. But the other ones I did. Yeah. Well, I think I paid privately to have them done in stages oh, because right. supposedly that's better for them. But I must admit, 
I don't know enough about this to talk about Same. this. I couldn't I couldn't say whether it's right or wrong. I just do what's right for me at the time. So I don't know about Calpol. Is it right? I don't know. I even had a vaccinated actually for chicken pox. Did you know you can do that? No. Nope. I was advised that if she hadn't had chicken pox before she was one to get her vaccinated because after one chicken pox is really bad. Didn't know that. Did Thea have chicken pox? No, she's not had it. Ooh. As as Sass had it. No, she had the. Injection. Oh, so she don't get it at all no, then. No, no, no. In America, they do it like. Oh as well, a I'm. Well, I don't know. <laughs> Fuck. Can anybody quickly give me a number for a vaccine for chickenpox? <laughs> for a Guess vaccine a for an annoying toddler. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is one that I know we have polar opposite views. I know what it's going to be. The ear piercing. It's the fucking ear piercing, isn't it? It's not right. Not Why? Right. If your kid's ears are pierced, no. Because you've put your kid through pain. It's not painful, really. What? It's not pain. It really hurts. Does it? Yeah. I can't you, remember you, you've, got a, you've had a needle shoved through its ear hole. It's a gun. <laughs> she likes her earrings. I don't agree with her and that's that. But so, I'm not judging. However, <laughs> however, I'm not judging. I don't care if she's got her ears pierced and she likes it. Fine. But I... I just think it. I wouldn't do it, but whatever, she's happy, don't care. We move. We move. <laughs> so, parenting styles. Ours are different. What would you describe your style as? I don't um, think you're very mumsy. No, I'm I've no, I'm not. What are you like, like what's your style? I don't know. Have just, I think the thing is, when you haven't had a child and it's your first, you're just winging it as you go mm. along. Like you don't know until it happens what your style is. I'm all about ease. Ease. Yeah, fair enough. Make it as easy as possible. But I'm also all about routine. Yes, same. Routine is key. Like this little person needs routine yes i agree otherwise they feel really out of sorts i 100 percent agree i've been the same since she was born strict routine and i sometimes i was a bit too like i would like no can't do that it's one o'clock yeah but and i've loosened it a bit but yeah i agree routine very very much so i am more mumsy than i expected to be i'm not maternal i don't like like baby yeah (laughs) i don't like kids um i don't like other people's kids that much um i'm not maternal uh however she came along and I was literally obsessed with her. Like, just... I'm still obsessed with my child. I'm just not mumsy. Yeah, you're just not mumsy. And no. I but I became the quite mumsy and I'll take her to the playgroups. I hate everyone at the playgroups except my own friends, but I'll take her and I'll do those things with her. And I actually didn't put her in nursery until well after I should have done because I couldn't... Oh my God, I'm embarrassed even saying this. How embarrassed? I couldn't bear for her not to be with me. Oh. I didn't think I'd be like that. I was like, no, anytime I've got that spare, she should be with her mother. And then my mum was like, you're being ridiculous. Okay, pet peeves on parenting. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, 
so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. So people have said judgy mother-in-laws. Yep. And mother-in-laws having input on certain... Why do they think they can? Because they're a mother. Yeah. They've been a mother for longer Yeah, and they brought up you. a dusty-ass son. Well done. <laughs> like, they, they are. They can be really hard work. I'm so lucky. Mm. Um, My mother-in-law, me and her get on really well. Yeah. And I deal with her more than Thea's dad, probably. Yeah. And she's sound. However, at the beginning... Not just her. Do you think it's your hormones and it's in your head, though? Yeah, I think at the beginning you are so... You're a psychopath. You're a psycho. You're up the wall and you're like, don't tell me what to do with it's, my child. It's the sleep deprivation. Yeah, yeah. Like, that hits hard. Like, honestly, can you imagine, like, now, it's it, every 30 minutes you were woken Ooh. up in the night and it was just like a blur. Like, yeah. a days were nights, nights yeah. were days. And you're just trying to keep this thing Your alive. Your hormones are all over the place. Like, you've got And then you've new... got somebody coming in yeah. trying to be like, what did you say before the best? The, oh, yeah. Like, always. <laughs> One of my friends said that her mother-in-law was like, the baby needs a vest on. They, they the obsess. baby needs a vest on. Why do they always they obsess say with vests? vests? And baby's too hot. Baby's too vests. cold. Yeah, they obsess. Yeah. Baby's not... Thea never had socks on never ever no. ever no she had bare feet because she just pulled them off but and once i went to the traffic center and i was pushing around uh-huh. and somebody looked and said your baby's not got a socks on i was like yeah lady, because i don't want to to a lady came over to me in the supermarket and said why is your baby not got socks on who are these people i don't know i don't know it's weird and... they're just so weird i don't get it but yeah i think mother-in-laws i think they try the best and i also think it's because so this is a theory i have and this is a bit out of parenting but mums of boys yeah, they're weird. a different breed. Yeah. Mums of boys, are, if they haven't got a girl and they only have protective. boys, they're only one. They're protective. They're a bit weird with it, mm. I think, like a little bit over the mark of how much they love the son. Mm. And they almost like they know that they're never going to have a daughter that has a baby. So this baby is their only ground. This is their <laughs> thing. And I do think they can be odd. I, we need to have a hopeful thing about mother of boys because they're weird. If you're a mother of a young boy, don't turn into that mother. <laughs> Stop now. So someone else is texting about people coming around to your house and this hit home massively with me I didn't want people to come around to my house and people probably felt like oh she's had the baby now for three weeks I really need to go around and see they feel like they have to though they probably don't even want to they probably don't want to I didn't want them to and then also everyone comes around and I end up having to feed them clean all of the cups of tea afterwards another thing that like literally upsets me i remember um someone coming in my house and wearing shoes on the carpet <sighs> and and it just made me my blood boil we like and ready I, to yeah blow. yeah i was like oh my god that's disgusting like that's where the baby plays my mum has a rule that if you're gonna visit you only go and visit a new baby if you're going to help with one thing while you're there so yeah and she still she stands by it and she tells me to do it with my friends because mm. i'm not that thoughtful so she'd be like you either take them a meal you go around and offer to do the washing up the hoovering you go yeah. and you do something while you're there like have a so shower good. while i have a shower while like, you offer yeah. a service while you go that because is that's so what, yeah please so she, like people can we normalize like doing that i don't want and if you don't want someone around, to come around let's normalize them. saying I don't. I was the opposite. So I was so like wanting to show her to everyone that I 
totally did the wrong thing, which was let everyone come round. My head was up my ass. I tried to look good and be, I wanted everyone to think I was super mum. Mm. So I tried to keep the house perfect. Everyone coming out, like, hi, come in. And yeah. I tried to do this and it was just, if I was to go again, that's not how I'd be. No. I would be on my own. I think some of the COVID babies that have been born, people have moaned about it, but actually they've oh not had God, the pressure to get dressed, yeah. to have time off work. No one's been able to come around. It's just you and your baby with nothing else in the world. Yeah. And I didn't do that. And as well, I'm really, the COVID thing, like I put hand sanitizers on every table in my house when I just oh, had see, it. See, I wasn't like Because that. I was so scared of germs. And did you know that coats and handbags have got the same amount of germs on as the, the soles of your feet? So no. when people- oh, yeah, you in. put them on the floor, you bad. Yeah, I would say to them, please, like, well, I told my partner at the time, I was like, your job is to make sure when people come in, coats and bags and shoes by the door and everyone sanitizes their See, hands. See, I wasn't like that. As you know, I'm not people that kind kissing of person. kissing the baby. Yeah, I, oh no, but I kissed my friend's baby the other day when I went to see her and I know she wouldn't have minded. I kissed her on the head, I didn't kiss her on the mouth, but... I know she wouldn't have minded and I didn't mind people kissing Thea. I'm not like that though. I'm not a germy person. And can I just say, Thea is never, I could count on my hands probably twice and she's not even been that ill, that she's been ill in her life. Mm. And I am, I'm not the cleanest of, I'm clean, but I'm not the most, like I don't overkill it. If I drop a dummy, I suck it and give it back. Do you know like, no, I, and she's never ill. I swear out. to you, she's never ill because she's got an immune system. No, disagree someone was telling me that their child got meningitis um when it was very young and they were in marks and spencer with it and just be careful it's in some countries they actually just stay in the house with the baby for like the first three months but then how does it get immunity i just think they're so small so precious at the beginning aren't they um but i was gonna oh yeah so the other day me and my friend were shopping and she went ashley look over there sorry I was judging. There was this probably three-year-old in a pram mm-hmm. and it had a sign on the front of the pram saying, please don't touch me. <gasps> my my little body can't handle the germs. Oh, no, but was it poorly? Was the, I didn't look it. No, just had a sign. <laughs> wow, okay. I might get one of those. <laughs> please don't touch me. Please don't me. touch me. I'm very, very, very badly damaged. <laughs> I'm going to put one to boys. Please don't mess me around. <laughs> I'm very damaged. <laughs> So let's get into the mum fail stories. My fave. I actually can't think of any. Like life is just a One bumbling big mess. <laughs> like, and I'm never with mine. So, so you wouldn't I have can't any fails. make mistakes. It's like what Sam said when it's like, the more you're asleep, the less mistakes yeah. you can make. <laughs> the less hours in the day to fuck up. Um, yeah, I've done loads of stuff. Like once I remember, you can get this pram car seat thing by the way, anyone that is about to have a baby or has just had one, get a doona. Oh my God, the doonas. It's unreal. It's a car seat. And when you press a button, the little wheels stick out and it turns into a pram. Anyway, I, I used to use that all the time. I had like loads of different prams, big ones, small ones, expensive, cheap, everything. Anyway, this little pram was unreal because she'd fall asleep in it and it's so small and inconspicuous. In a restaurant, you'd just pop it pop under, under the table, the table <laughs> um, and, you know, enjoy your lunch with your friends. And I was going up a pavement and it hit the pavement because it's so small yeah. and um, fell over. Like, <laughs> who was it? Pe- Peaches. Oh, I don't think she's, she's dead, dead now. But that, that picture's iconic. Yeah. It was like that. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, Lozza. 
so I've got so many funny ones, like a million funny ones, but I actually want to talk about a serious one. We're going to be serious for once right oh. now, okay? <clears throat> this is serious. serious. And the reason this is serious and I'm going to share it with you is because I think there's so much judgment put on mums and we do make mistakes and then we think we're the worst mum in the world. And if anybody listens to this and thinks, oh, I didn't fuck up that bad, then it will make me feel better. So when Thea was three weeks old and I just started to kind of get a handle of looking after her, does that ever happen? No, but I thought it did. She was only three weeks. I had no idea it was to come. Um, <laughs> and I was doing making her a bottle and I had it in one arm. Um, I was on my own, as usual. And I had it in, oops, in one arm and I was boiling the kettle for a bottle in the other. And I shouldn't have done that. That was dangerous anyway. And as I went to pour the kettle, I actually knocked the kettle. It fell oh. across the kitchen top. Her feet were on the kitchen top in my other arm, if that makes sense. And it burnt at boiling freshly boiled water on a three-week-old on her feet. So obviously she screamed the place and I'm literally like, oh my God, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I was literally like apologizing, apologizing. I ripped a baby girl off, put it under the cold water. This could go on forever, so I'll try and make it quicker. Um, long story short, we went to A&E and her dad came with me for a bit. And uh, I got sent then in an ambulance to the Salford, I think it's Salford Royal Burns Unit. And everywhere I went, they questioned me on how it happened because they thought I might have abused her, which I understand they have to do. I was hysterically sobbing. I'd not slept for three days because I'd done every night feed since she was born. And then we got to the Burns unit and me and her were put into a room and she just kept looking at me. Honestly, it was the most heartbreaking thing with these eyes. And I was like, I'm so sorry. And she was just, oh, she, she was so good. She was so good. She didn't cry. So it's like she knew. Do? So listen to what they did. So went into this unit thing and I'd been awake at this point for days. Um, and they said, listen, what we're going to have, and this is after questioning me so many times as if I'd hurt her they said what we're gonna have to do we have to take the blisters off her feet and I was like what do you mean yeah I swear so I went into this room and they said you're gonna have to hold her and they got a scrubbing brush type thing I swear it was the most traumatic experience of my life and they scrubbed no pain relief because she was too young the blisters off her feet while I held her down it was I, oh my God. What it was, were the blisters like were they bad yeah they were quite bad now they were small but on a small person's foot that's her whole foot. They were tiny mm. blisters, but her foot was tiny. Um, and yeah, and, and then I had to stay there with her. Foot was bandaged up. And do you know what? She was unreal. She just kept looking at me as if to say like, it's okay, don't worry. So Are that was- okay now? She's got a little scar on them and it, they were fine, but I didn't tell anyone. And then the health visitor rang me two days later, came round because they obviously had to they kind have of- They have to, They yeah. have to assume that I'd done it on purpose. And honestly, as a new mom with a three-week-old to have done that to her, and I was kind of on my own. Aww. It was I was on my own the whole time. I went in the ambulance on my own. It was the most- traumatic experience and my mum said to me which I'll never forget and I think it's good advice to everyone she said Lauren it's the first but it will not be the last unfortunately Mm. this will not be the last time you're in A&E with her and if you are 90% of the caregiver then it's probably going to happen on your watch Mm. and Mm. she was like this will happen again so anyone who anything awful's happened to shit happens like we're not perfect can we just talk about what are they called how condescending and patronizing those health visitors when they first so not when, all of them i had a good one just in so, case any are listening <laughs> when you first have a baby i think it's towards the end of your pregnancy they like come around to inspect, yeah, to inspect the house. Your house it's so and no one told me that this ha- would happen so this woman comes in it's my like house you're trying to like adopt a dog they do that now. <laughs> and, and like um she had to look around the house and like had to show where the baby was gonna sleep and stuff that must be because you're from cheshire because that didn't happen to me yeah and then, you must have a better and then she said um are you being abused like asking me all these questions oh but to be fair 
just think some people are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you so get why, but it that. just makes you feel like, what? Yeah, it was just awkward. Yeah, scary. And then when the midwives came round as well afterwards, that was weird. It is a, the whole thing's really weird, Very isn't it? Very weird. No one ever told me any of this. No. So as always, we've asked you for your stories and some of your kids are actually lucky to be alive, to be honest. Yes, yeah, some were like <laughs> some were really, a bit much. A bit much, but we don't judge. <laughs> so we've kept it lighthearted and we're going to read you some of the funny ones. So this one is one of my really favourite ones that I found hilarious. So one of you's written in and said, some mini monkey thing jumps on my pram at the zoo. Which zoo was this? Because that's dangerous. Rather than save my child, <laughs> I pushed the pram down an embankment with the child in it. That's easily done. Luckily, a family at the bottom caught the pram and the child before it went in the pond. I get that though. A monkey comes at you, you, you fight or flight, you're going to push the pram mm. and the monkey away. Um, thank God that that child got saved. Another one that I really love is this one. So I picked my little boy up from school. He's about five at the time. He came out of school and he was just moaning, answering back, just being a general pain. I was trying to be so positive and saying, oh, have you had a good day, babe? You know how you do. Yep, I know you try and ignore it. After what felt like the longest 10 minutes of trying to keep calm with a never-ending trail of abuse from my child, I snapped and said, stop being a little dick. Completely mortified at myself. They slip out though, don't they? Yeah. It literally just slipped right out. I looked behind me and the mum standing there was absolutely disgusted. Let's just say if looks could kill. So this has happened to me quite a few times, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I have said under my breath, asshole, dickhead. Um, because sometimes they are. And I remember being on the phone once in Asda and Thea had run off and she was honestly just being really horrible. Oh, why and I was did on, they, they do they that do it on purpose. Yeah. And I was on the phone to my friend and she said, where's Thea? And I was like, fucking God knows. She's run off and hopefully, hopefully someone takes her. Anyway, I turned around. Obviously she wasn't there. She was in the other aisle. And this couple were just staring at me as if to say, so terrible nasty. mother. And I meant it at that moment in time. I'm not asked. Oh. She was hard work. <sighs> Next. I've got a little mum fail that I did myself, which I felt absolutely horrific about. It was quite funny. Before Saskia's christening, I had a quite dark spray tan and she was really little. So she was in and out of bed with me. And in the morning, (laughs) she had half a brown face (laughs) where my tan had transferred onto her. And I actually think that this honestly does happen quite a lot. I think this is quite common. I've heard of people doing this before. Would you dye your kid's hair? My friend tinted her um, toddler's eyebrows. I've got a story about this. The needs hers doing. Um, so I've heard of someone who bleached both of their kids' hair from literally when they were like really little and they got reported for it. Really? Yeah. Why would you bleach the hair? Because they wanted a blonde weird. kid. Yeah, people are so weird. Okay, so we need to make sure we don't n- mention names because bleaching kids hair like that's awful but we're not judging i (laughs) see some things yeah sometimes (laughs) we do so one of the stories that we got actually isn't about uh, a mum fail it's about their mum failing but (laughs) we couldn't every day all day every day (laughs) but we couldn't not share it because i just think it's really really funny so i'm gonna share it so here's the message Sorry, this isn't actually what you asked for, but it just reminded me. Me and my family went to Thailand. I'm already laughing. Went to Thailand when I was young and we went to a Buddhist temple. Lovely, cultural. Glad they did that. My mum went to the my mum went to the bathroom 
and it was more of a toilet shower hole. Do you know the ones where there's just a hole in the floor? Yeah. I've been there. Yeah. So she obviously squatted down. She had a knickers around her. I'm laughing. She had a knickers around her ankles and it was really wet because it's like a shower room type thing as well. <laughs> and she slid head first oh, no. out of the door, out onto the courtyard <laughs> where <laughs> all the monks were praying, oh. arse in the air. Knickers Scra- down. Knickers down. And scra- scra- scraped all her knees across the floor. <laughs> wait, wait, and had to be ca- and had to be carried to the car with her pants round her. <laughs> so it's not a mum fail, but my mum's most embarrassing fail. This Aww. has just reminded me. My dad used to work abroad, and um, he used to work in like quite underdeveloped countries i used to go and live there with him which is why i'm so you know cultural and wise (laughs) and one of the places was at the time ukraine and it was really behind at the time anyway quick story he had a few drinks with his mates and he used to wear white linen suits like bless him with like other hats you know like an expat and he went to the toilet and again it was a hole in the floor which when i lived there it was as well Mm. you had to squat mate so he had these like you know like cowboy shoesy things pointy dad shiny shoes (laughs) so he squatted down because he really needed a poo to do the poo he then my mum will laugh listening to this he then slipped into his own poo oh and the toilet was in it was like um you know a winding staircase in the middle of the restaurant so there wasn't an an easy way in or out so he sat there covered in shit and he was belling his mates and they weren't answering and he had to go to the top and be like richard richard david 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 shit i've fallen in my shit and, and apparently they were like, you've what? And he's like, I've fallen in my own shit. Somebody needs to go. So eventually. Oh, I love a good went, poo story. I love a poo story. So they went down and got him some spare stuff. But yeah, he he, he was in there for half an hour, just sat in his own shit going, Richard, Richard shut, <laughs> shut on myself. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to shout it because you know I love my stories. Cool story, bro. Okay, <laughs> so thank you so much for listening again this week. Follow us on Instagram. Our podcast page is at N-T-N-G-A-F. It's a hard one. It's so that. hard. Sorry. That's why you do it. Our personal pages are at the Cosmetic Consult and at Lauren Elizabeth underscore XX. See you guys soon. Make sure you subscribe and rate or we won't come back. <laughs> bye bye. Bye. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style.